Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. It's better to be prepared, to be prepared. For, an for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. You're not paying attention. No, 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 no. Pay attention. Every adult in your family should have a current will. Who's going to take care of your children if something happens to you? Are you going to just let the courts decide their welfare? If you become ill, who's going to stand over your bed making decisions regarding your health care? If you pass away, who's going to handle your business? Visit www.howtogetawill.com to learn more. Handle your business now. None of this will be a worry for you tomorrow. Visit www.howtogetawill.com and handle your business. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All black. All news. All you. We're changing the way Chicago communicates with the world. CBBN Business Journals, weekdays at 11 a.m. CST. To listen now, visit Chicago's Black Business Radio Network.com. Sonia Cassandra Perdue, Executive Producer. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Hello, Chicago. Hello, world. This is Sonia Cassandra Purdue, executive producer of Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. And we just love being back here with you. We don't broadcast as much anymore, but each time is a pleasure. We love sharing information with you. Also, I love starting new projects and, and watching them grow. And we're out for another adventure this morning. Some of you know and some of you don't that we've been broadcasting since 2009. We have about 400 episodes now okay and we thought maybe 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 it might be of interest to you to listen to some sound bites from some of our past shows so this is a new series that we're starting and this is how it works today we selected two shows from the past and we're going to keep this short only about 15 to 20 minutes at the most we plucked a few moments from the shows to share with you here then we added a link from the shows to our show page on blogtalkradio.com slash cbbn, and you can decide if you wish to listen to the entire episode. The first segment is an historical cold case that dates back to 1955. The case is closed now, but this is a summary of the case. On August 28, 1955, Emmett Lewis Till, age 14, who was from Chicago, was abducted, tortured, murdered in Money, Mississippi, where he was visiting his family. The brutality of his death and the fact that his killers were acquitted, in addition to the open casket funeral held in Chicago at the insistence of his mother, all fueled the civil rights movement. The FBI agent who headed up the cold case investigation gathered from around the country the forensic experts who worked on the case and did a presentation at the Cultural Center in Chicago. Reverend Willa Parker, Emmett Till's cousin, the boy who was with him on that historical day and who was there when he was ducted from his great uncle's home in 1955, attended this presentation, and that's how I met him. Here's an excerpt from our interview with Reverend Parker from one of our Black Wall Street USA shows. Listen now. Welcome, Reverend Willie Parker, to the line. Reverend Parker, welcome to Black Wall Street USA. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be with you. Okay. Yes, um, 
Reverend Parker, it's my pleasure to uh and my insightfulness to uh to talk with you and to have you to be a guest. Uh Black Wall Street is um uh, Black Wall Street on Chicago's Black Business Network is primarily a business uh radio program. But as we have uh witnessed the what you have experienced, what your family have experienced, and and from the years, what the United States has experienced uh, regarding uh, Emmett Till. You know, I mean, we've heard the story, and you have lived the story. What does that have to do with economics, if you can? Well, uh, yeah. Uh, economics has been a, a part of African Americans' life since they've been here, and uh, the reason America has done as well as they have is because of the black slave labor and the black labor, cheap labor, and that's why they've done as well as they have. It's always kept us farther behind. Mm-hmm. So the the case with um, uh, Emmett Till. Even as our name, Black Wall Street, is really came from Tulsa, Oklahoma, where the same type of situation happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and then probably many other places that we're not even aware of. Do is there some type of psychological uh, norm? about white women, black men, and white men, and the whistle of white women and this whole integration, uh, and you lived it. Is that when you seen Emmett Till, based on when he whistled at this uh, Caucasian woman, what was your thoughts when he did it, when you first noticed that he did that? Well, when he first did it, we could not believe that he did it, and we would have never done anything like that in a thousand years, and we were very alarmed. Emmett Hill had no idea where he was and what he was dealing with, but we knew the South. I was born there, and he just didn't know anything about the racial mores that existed at the time. Mm-hmm. Is Do you look at that as being a, a culture that has, develop or just plain old, what you call it, racism more or prejudice more of what happened? I think it's a cultural you know, development. I think, go ahead. You want to finish yeah, or more institutional implementation of race. I know, I'm not for sure. What I mean, if you, you were a young teen at that time, now that you're uh, an older, grown, and have experienced a lot. How do you view it then when it happened, and do you accept it now? I'm trying to get a feel of then and now based on your perception. In terms of uh, economics or in terms of racial things? racial Both. 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 And did, uh, what uh, happened to Emmett Till, did it have any economic uh bearers to it, or it was just plain old prejudice, racism, or hatred. I don't know. 
Well, it, it was racism that existed, and it just the way of life and certain norms were set into place since they brought us to this country, and uh, we were looked upon as second-class citizens. We're still not looked upon, and we still don't have that off the books yet about that four-fifths, I believe it's called, and, and it always caused you to be the last first to uh, be fired and the last to be hired, and it always affected you uh, economically because you were paid less. Uh, I remember at one time, uh, white men with an eighth grade education made more than a college man, college black man that had graduated from college. And so they, mm-hmm. they controlled it. Mm-hmm. So that was in place, and it and it prevailed as much as possible even now. Same thing mm-hmm. with women. There is a, uh, uh, if I can, um, Sandra Perdue. She has um, a, a book that she uh, uh, asks in Blacks the Tough Questions. Uh, did you ask Emmett Till that tough question at the time that he did that? Did you, you know, a question of do you know what you're doing or why you did that? Did you ask him that tough question? No, the question that the big thing that came out was Emmett Till's mouth. After he saw that we were uh, alarmed of and excited by what he did, the question was, do not tell my grandfather. That was the big question, and that was the discussion. So we promised him that we wouldn't tell, and as teenagers at that time, we, we kind of forgot about it. But there's a young girl that said, I know those people, this is not over. And so you're going to hear some more from this. So we didn't pay it any attention. So the question mm-hmm. was not to, the question we're talking about, do not tell tell what happened. So uh, the the murder happened, what, days or weeks after the whistle? After the whistle, they came to the house three days Later, and, and we think that he was killed at the same time. He whistled on a Wednesday. They came Sunday morning, and they found his body uh, three days later on a Wednesday. So that was, um, <laughs> was there any uh, indications of what made them come three days later after the whistle? Actually, when he whistled, the husband was out of town on uh, taking care of some business. And uh, when he came home and he was told about it, that's when he came. That's why it was three days later. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Did you know that there was a Robbins History Museum located at 3644 West 193rd Street in Robbins, Illinois? Neither did I. But be sure to drop by. It is open on Sundays only. So give the curator, Tyrone Haymore, a call at 708-359-8701 for details. That's 708-359-8701. Take the kids. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Welcome back. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, executive producer for Chicago's Black Business Radio Network and your host for this segment. You know, I know, we all know how important capital and startup monies are to the survival of our small businesses and organizations. Yoki Songmaker has assisted hundreds of companies in their business development. You can find her at ysongmaker.com, that's Y-S-O-N-G, M-A-K-E-R dot com, just like it sounds. And 
or thegreatgrantbook.com. Thegreatgrantbook.com. You can find Miss Songmaker at either place. We took a brief excerpt from an interview with her last year, and we'll think you'll get some information that you could probably use. Listen now. Yesterday I was listening to Jack Canfield, who is one of the authors of Chicken Soup for the Soul. There was a whole series. They made millions of dollars off of it. And one point stood out for me. doesn't matter where you live. You can live in Brazil, the south side of Chicago, Asia, the Netherlands. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're old or if you're young. It doesn't matter about your race or your language, whether you're fat or you're skinny, tall or short. It doesn't matter. If you know the combination to the lock, you can open it. Those were his, were his words. 10 to the right, 22 to the left, 36 to the right, 14 to the left. He said, if you know the combination to the lock, you can open it no matter who you are. And that, re- that really resonated with me. What, me. what may be stopping our success is that we don't know the combination to the lock. We think we know it, don't we? We get up each day and we work and we work and we work and we work. We hump it. But if you don't know the right combination to the lock, you cannot open it and everything else is irrelevant. Our guest today on CBBN Business Journal is Ms. Yoki Songmaker, and she is here to help you with that. Ms. Songmaker is a grant and research a grant and scholarship researcher, as well as an author of several books on the subject. She helps nonprofits and new-for-profits with their startups. Yoki's got the key to the free money. She has the combination to the lot. Yes, let's welcome Ms. Yoki Songmaker to CBB and Business Journals. Grand rising to you, Yoki. Thank you, my sister. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, first, like we always do, Yoki, we're going to start out with you telling us a little bit about yourself so that our audience can get to know the person behind the business, behind the grants, behind the research. So tell us, did you grow up in Chicago, or just tell us a little bit about you, Yoki. Sure. Yes, I grew up in Chicago, but I've traveled around the country as well. I started on this journey 20 years ago, aspiring to be a songwriter, so I was looking for grants to help me with a CD project. Upon finding the grants for the arts, I realized other artists need to learn about this free money. So I started hosting workshops in order to teach artists what I had learned. And I kept researching, and I found so many grants that I had to compile a book for the artists because I just found grants for songwriters, poets, screenwriters, playwriters, sculptors, grants for um, choreography, for artists that paint and for uh, public access producers, grants to help them out. That grant is $10,000. The grants for the poets and the musicians and the writers is $15,000. 
I'm like, oh, my goodness, I got to get this word out. So that's how I actually got started on my uh, journey of learning about grants. Thank you so much for listening today. Go to blogtireradio.com slash cbbn to listen to the entire interviews that we shared with you today. To sponsor a show or to be a guest on CBBN Business Journals, give us a call at 773-609-2226. That's 773-609-2226. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network is an Afrocentric media organization and it's designed to express the collective interests of the black world community through its broadcast. I'm your host, Sonia Cassandra Purdue. All of our shows have, from the very, very beginning, been dedicated to keeping the memory of Mayor Harold Washington on the minds and in the hearts of our people. How do you remember Harold Washington? This is where we share success stories of our business owners from around the world, we share so that we can all grow from their experiences. To sponsor a show, give us a call at 773-609-2226. That's 773-609-2226. We hope that our broadcast finds you in good health, good fortune, and blissfully content. Thank you so much for being with us today. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you.